0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Big old bell jingle. Gotta love it. <laughs> we are live this week. It is uh, August 6th, our Thursday episode. We have a ton to talk about. Uh, the crew is here, minus Damien, who may be jumping in just a tad bit late. We got a ton of things to talk about. Um, Hopefully everyone had a good weekend. Um, but before we get started, let's make sure we get to say hi- hellos from the team.
2: Will, how's it going? Hanging in there. If anything, I am worn out from uh, Twitter this week. Social media <laughs> social media, done worn me out, man. People are off the chain this week. We got pretty a lot sure, to talk about.
1: Pretty sure your fingers are bleeding by now.
3: <laughs> Jamal the Giant Crap. It's not a war on Wednesdays. Again, it's not a war. Let's just post the ratings every week and compare the two, hypocrites. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: Mr.
1: Silly Cellus.
4: So the ozone layer is has to be at 30 degrees diameter so we can make sure we have the appropriate weather so global warm is not there, and I think that's why I'ma win this debate. <laughs> uh,
1: I gotta say, from actually uh, being around Orange Cassidy in person, uh, very intelligent guy <laughs> and, I, and, I, and we all get the gimmick at all you know really lackluster chill man of few words so when he to, to kind of see him really give a full-blown promo like that was kind of like well hello world to everybody else like <laughs> this is the, what i've always known it was it was really cool i mean guy's a star um and, and completely bodied that that segment uh, but before we get talking about wrestling, now this is something I want I didn't bring up with the crew in our uh, post show meeting or pre show meeting, excuse me. Um, and I know we're gonna have an interesting take on this. I thought this was really interesting in the development in media, and I'm pretty interested to hear what you all's responses is all uh, how this may uh, really play an effect in wrestling and in sports uh, and all. So most of us here have a subscription to Disney Plus. Uh, Disney Plus, I think it's... You can get Disney Plus with ESPN with Hulu as a bundle for $14.99 a month. You could have did the um, the pre-thing where you could have paid it up a year for like 100 for like three years, for like 100 or something. And then, obviously, if you just want it by itself, each month is like $7 or whatever it may be. So Nonetheless, a lot of people have Disney Plus and it's just another competitive streaming service to Netflix, to HBO Max, et cetera, et cetera. However... Disney has this big movie coming out this year that has been drastically affected by the coronavirus. It, its it's uh, release date has changed, I think, maybe two to three times. Um, it was banking on the opening in China, and then China had their theaters open and then closed. Nonetheless, they finally set a hard date, but to everyone's surprise, come September 4th, you can now view Milan on Disney Plus for an additional $30. So this happens to be Disney Plus's first microtransaction within this app. Everything else is completely available for you to watch, which means that they're adding another pay tier and Mm -hmm. already a paid subscription. Now, the conversation about that, people you know, what it is, what it is. I think that's genius for them to do anything digital is at risk of being pirating, if it's at home you think about, first of all this movie is completely supposed to be an IMAX um, so they're definitely banking on trying to get their money for this, uh, nonetheless this movie is going to be released, they need to make the money for it you have to think, well if a ticket costs you 7 to, I don't know $15 per person, for person whatever mm-hmm. it may be whatever definition you're looking at this at $30 for considerably of a household of 4 is a
2: discount at this Exactly. Rate. It's a deal. That's the yeah. first thing that jumped out at me when people are freaking out about 30 bucks like if I'm going to take me and the wife and little hobo, we're coming out ahead at 30 bucks. Yeah. Easy. So,
1: shoot. Easily. So the question is, with that being said, Disney sets really the bar and a lot of these different things and techniques. Do you all see WWE potentially doing this with the network? Hi, but the biggest one to me, and I know Jamal said something about this a while ago, do HBO Max take a stab at this with hosting AEW pay-per-views mm-hmm. in the future? Now that this is a thing and a model that now is being disposed on, it's been on the biggest platform right now, I mean, outside of Netflix, but is there potential that HBO Max or WWE Network potentially take the same route and if they do how does this need to be done what's the price tier does this completely take the competitors out of the game as far as where WWE was supposedly selling their uh, big pay-per-views so yeah wish you all thoughts on that uh, as I laid it
3: out yeah I think the biggest thing about double charging for a thing is knowing what it's worth Disney obviously thinks that people that uh, would be willing to pay an additional charge to see something exclusively. Mm
4: -hmm. Uh,
3: That may be the case with Mulan. That may be the case with something else. That may be the case with the Avengers. You know, seven hours director's cut between both (laughs) movies. If they were to, I mean, think about, they have the footage. Yeah, could do it, and they could definitely do a Lord of the Rings thing and re-release it. Now with wrestling, uh, there's already a precedent set with the MMA. You have to buy ESPN Plus Mm -hmm. in order to buy uh, UFC 1 million or whatever Mm -hmm. the hell it is. So these are things. And I think that if AEW were to do something like that, I would be interested to see how much they would charge. 50 bucks for everyone to get it is an investment especially now when um, finances are so uncertain, how much would they charge after charging for uh, HBO Max? Because whatever it is, that's a segment of the audience. There are A lot of people don't have HBO Max. Would they be able to charge 50 bucks on top of whatever HBO is charging? And what would be the difference? Would it be, I mean, obviously it would be live, but what other bells and whistles would I get that would make me want to get it other than the fear of missing out? If you're you're giving me a 4K stream live, then yeah, that may be something that's worth it. That's something I can't get anywhere else. But honestly, if you're going to do that or then put the uh, WWE behind a paywall, that just doesn't make any sense because they've already gutted the value of the pay per views, even WrestleMania. They gave it away for for, what, four years? And now they're like, well, 20 bucks. No, 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 we said 40. No, 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 we said 50. And you and to get in the door, you gotta pay a cover charge. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's basically what it is. I'm not paying a cover charge for a $50 pay per view.
2: You took yeah, uh, the – oh, go ahead. We'll, the, the, the days of charging 50, 60 bucks like UFC isn't like WWE used to for a pay per view. I think are long gone. I mean, Lord knows we've heard enough people balk at the AEW $50 price point for their pay per views that they've had so far. Now, what I would want to do, you know, we've talked about this before and the idea that, you know, AEW doesn't have enough content to have its own network like WWE does or even Impact for that matter. They don't have the history there to have a huge network on a standalone thing. If I was HBO Max as a company that's trying to get a streaming service off the ground, I'd be very interested in trying to get those AEW pay-per-views on there to try and get people on my service. That would be my thinking, and I definitely would be thinking as Time Warner owns that thing, they'd be kind of like, hey, looking at all their properties that they have a hand in between the NBA and everything else, and AEW right there on TNT. I'd be like, hey, how can we help each other out here? We can get you on our streaming service. How can we make this happen to then get your viewers to pick up HBO Max if they're interested in getting AEW. To me, it's kind of a win-win. I think you could do it in some way where HBO Max would benefit from getting AEW viewers on there to start up a subscription, and AEW would benefit from not having to be stuck with an old, out-of-date pay-per-view model. So I think there's a way to do it. It's just a matter of what it would be, what the price point would be. I keep looking at it like this. In the UK, you got to pay 20 dollars right it's 20 pounds roughly for AEW pay per view. yeah well, well how do you know that <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about no three VPN letters <laughs> <I don't know laughs> <not about that. laughs> but from the jump I was like when I saw 20 bucks I'm like I can see paying 20 bucks for, <laughs> for a pay-per-view that, that's palatable to me that's not no 50 dollars. so if the UK can have it that way why can't we, and if you make it part of an hBO max subscription, it makes it even sweeter so I'd be wanting to do that if I was them
1: yeah oh. I, I, I was just going to add really quick uh-huh. uh, before you jump in sala is that also remember a lot of people who are eligible for hBO Max is because you're already paying for cable so if you if you have mm-hmm. cable and you have hBO then you get the streaming service as well mm-hmm. which the streaming service is a compilation of just not hBO go but with cartoon network um yep. um
2: or what you else? may what even get it through here. your phone service. Yeah, oh, or, getting, yeah, I'm or hooking, with AT&T. I'm getting, hooked, I'm getting hooked up through AT&T and got yeah. it through them for free. So, so, so yeah, you, hey. do, you,
1: you do have a couple of different avenues how to establish. And But but the other thing, too, and, and again, real quick for um, Sellers so to get in there, is that Peacock just came out uh, probably like a couple of weeks ago and mm-hmm. blew statistics out the water with the three-price tier, uh, one being free, then they got a median, and then a, and then a, uh, a premium. And that method, obviously, by numbers show positive results, which also puts a little court screw in, in, in kind of setting price points and ideas for this. Right now, the UFC and ESPN Plus are, are, are working because of their loyalists, their, their longevity, uh, mm-hmm. their long tenure in, in this profession, and their fans transitioning to universe generation to generation is the reason why that works. But it is definitely not a model that, everyone's just running to like, they're doing it and it's great. We should do it. You know, of course they took looks at it, but it's not really turning, uh, old, like positive dividends or more fans are subscribing of that sort of anything. Plus it's still under the Disney brand. So like at any point, you know, if they're taking the ill in that department, they'll make it up somewhere else easily. So go
4: ahead, Salas. Yeah. So Jamal, you took the idea or the thought right out of my head. And I agree with you totally. When you think about the wrestling market, the wrestling market can't go back to that pay-per-view style because you devalue what your pay-per-views are because of what you did with the network. And speaking with WWE specifically, so if you used to have a $80 price tag or $70 price tag for an HD WrestleMania that's now $10 a month, it, it really devalues if you try to say, oh, let's change it back to this model. But to change, you is going to take my point. I really think when you're doing this model with wrestling, and I, and they go back on Disney Plus for a moment, I think this model should have been done a long time ago, but it was just trying to wait out as long as they could before they put these mega releases on their platform because they want to get that money from the movie theaters. But going back to the wrestling point, I think this is a really an opportunity for places like HBO Max to build up on tiers like Peacock did it. So let's say if HBO Max did this, so let's say it's $10 a month for just regular programming. So that's movies and everything. Let's take all your sports content out and make it a tier package where you have $20 a month that includes HBO sports. So you're talking about like hard knocks and all these Mm -hmm. HBO specials that they have on HBO. And I still think they have those HBO boxing pay-per-views that they broadcast through HBO and then now use AEW. So you have like a tier package with different sports program that you get periodically throughout the year. That maybe that tier twenty dollar price versus the ten dollar price. I think HBO Max can get an advantage using that with AEW or any type of promotion to, to try to connect more buys for not only helping the wrestling promotion out but helping their their brand out with their streaming service.
1: Yeah. Also, HBO Boxing is not a thing as of last year because. Oh, okay. Of, I yeah, yeah. Other other people stepped up. I mean, when um, what um. The zone. Yeah, the zone. When the zone came out of nowhere, then. That took their best, took their best boxers, gave them a mega contract, and gotcha. thus there you go.
0: Is that uh, how so, they pronounce it, Dazone? I've been saying it wrong this whole time as Denzing? It.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's Dazone, uh huh. Anyway, right. Damian has joined, not so late as I predict predicted, but nonetheless here. Damien, how's it going?
0: It's going well, everybody. Still COVID free since '93, so we're fine.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, cool. So let's get into things now. All right. So Monday night raw. <laughs> this is thing <laughs> called Raw <War> Underground. <laughs> so first of all, I'm just gonna say all the Death Jam vendetta references is played out now. We all love that game. We all wanted to see it get remastered. We all <laughs> know it's very similar. Blah blah blah. So many people reach for that that reference. We get it. Nonetheless, it happened. Shaming Man returns. Shaming man is not a champion by the end of the night, which I feared. Uh, but nevertheless uh he he, he did a thing, uh, and thus raw underground. I don't even know how even formed this as a question, but I guess initially, what is your thoughts on it? Will what got your Twitter fingers bleeding? <laughs>
2: <laughs> raw Underground didn't get too crazy, I thought, as far as like on the Twitter. Pretty much there were people either willing to give it a chance or mm-hmm. the people who weren't, you know, willing to give it a chance. Yeah. I'm curious. I'm curious. My biggest takeaway from Raw Underground is okay, it's thankfully it is not Brawl for All because we were hearing all the rumors <laughs> that afternoon yeah. about they are bringing back Brawl for All. There's thankfully, no way,
1: there's no way legally that was happening. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, got with athletic commissions and the COVID era. No, they would not be doing like straight up like shoot fights. No, thankfully. So it is not Shane McMahon presents NXT Brawl for All. Thank God. But it is Shane McMahon presents. Pseudo shoot fights or def jam vendetta or however you want to call it <laughs> in a warehouse environment, supposedly the basement in the performance center, in a ring with no ropes and people banging on the mats and stuff. It's very similar to Josh Barnett's blood sport. If you saw that mm. over WrestleMania weekend, so but very explosive, short fights, not really matches that last less than a minute. My takeaway is essentially I'm curious. I don't know really what they're trying to do with it, where it fits into the overall picture of WWE, because they just threw it out there. I loved seeing the uh Viking Raiders in it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a great makeover for them, just looking like straight up thugs out there. So I loved it for them. Uh the first guy that was out there from NXT didn't do much for me. Dolph Ziggler in it didn't do much for me. The the uh the the hurt uh the hurt, what do they call him? The uh
0: The Hurt Business. The
2: Hurt hurt Business. I Mm -hmm. want to say Hurt Committee. What the hell the Hurt Committee would be? The Hurt Business showing up at the end and taking over the whole thing got my attention. I like it as a way to possibly build them up. But I'm cautiously, I don't want to say optimistic because it is WWE and I hated the camera work on it. It made my eyes. But I like the idea of it as something different on that long-ass show that is raw. It breaks things up. It's got a unique feel. And I'm willing to see where it goes, but I honestly don't have any idea how it fits into things. That's my thought. Yeah.
0: So I loved it on second rehash. Uh, You know, Initially, I I thought, the hell am I watching here? And then I went back and (laughs) saw it for what it was. And I don't know if you all remember WMAC Masters back in the day. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> that is what I thought about I'm while available I was on watching. Netflix right now. That's what I thought about when I was watching it. And I thought, huh, they're taking the Kumite style from you know the Jean-Claude Van Damme movie Bloodsport, which I love, and you're making it very wrestling cartoonish, while at the same time you having Shane McMahon as some weird MC hype man, which in <laughs> reality that's what he sounds like 90% of the time when he's on air, so not too far from the course for him. I enjoyed it, to Will's point. For me, seeing Ziggler randomly beating up somebody in a fight club setting, okay, sure, we'll go with that. Uh, mm-hmm. The Viking, you know, Viking Raiders being rehabbed from, from being, I guess, middle-aged bowlers to, to now being badasses, which is necessary. I am curious about – I was going to call him the Hurt Locker, but yeah, the Hurt Business.
2: <laughs> I almost did that one too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> seeing the Hurt Business fight in suits – Intrigued me because if they're gonna do bare knuckle or tape fist but fight in suits like some Miami Vice stuff, <laughs> sign me up right now to see MVP and Bobby Lashley and even Shelton Benjamin actually get some TV time just to beat the crap out of people. I'm all for it. I want to see what it does. I obviously they they took whatever worked, threw it against the wall. It's got a buzz. I think I went and I checked, it was up to 1.2 million views on YouTube. Uh, most, most of their stuff. So, looking forward to seeing what's going to happen after this.
3: Anybody else? Lots of words? I literally cannot find one fuck to give about this, <laughs> <what I'm saying. laughs> uh, I've searched high, I've searched low, I've searched near, <laughs> I've searched far. I even asked jeez. Jeez where can i get a fuck about this he didn't know he did not know and i think the biggest thing for me is they have other talent there in what decade did they think that shave mcmahon was going to bring the views as a hype man i mean like you have mojo you have uh our truth who are you know better hype men than wrestlers to be fair but you have other personalities that could have been that Mark DeCosco's, you know, from Iron Chef, uh, you know, type of, type of thing, um, that would have, or you know, that um, I can't think of the guy, but the guy that played Shane chi mm. in the first Mortal Kombat. You need yeah. that guy um, that oversees things, and that guy isn't Shane McMahon. Granted, he's not Mojo, he's not Our Truth either, but I would rather see them to Shane any day of the week. So, what is this supposed to be? I mean, are we supposed to believe that Shane McMahon took? A portion of his you know financial wealth to like stage an illegal you know, semi-illegal underground fight club. Why are you starting an illegal underground fight club when your main job is a legal fight club? <laughs> I mean it, it it's just dumb on top of stupid, surrounded in a package of idiocy. I I don't understand. So he is from uh, the mean
0: streets of Greenwich though, so maybe that's I, what I have, I have
3: been I've been to Greenwich. Um, And, uh, you know, I've taken the Metro North up there, and I understand those are the cleanest streets I've ever been on.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Is Shane McMahon a crime boss now? Is that what we're saying? I mean,
3: he literally is like the the video game advertisement where he's like level 35 boss, and he's trying to work his way up. The whole thing just doesn't make sense. It makes about as much sense as Pat fucking McAfee and Adam Cole – for NXT
1: Takeover 30 in your house, we what we all feared is all happening. I'll be honest, it's, different is always intriguing. Yep. Doing something different in WWE, uh, we'll see if it work. I'm not, I, I can't make judgments too much this first week. I mean, it's this was different, so just a little observation. However, to Jamal's point, this would have been amazingly better if it was just Vince McMahon who did this. If he came down and and did this and in used, what a
3: sarcophagus mcmahon is 900 <laughs> years old
1: <laughs> if he came down as the big boss uh even if they did something like lucha underground and he didn't come down but they just showed them in the office uh, with some mystique to it they do that and, and all the people that's not getting any but, mainstream but wait, who was
3: this for though because remember they that, tried that to do raw after dark <laughs> At like ten o'clock hour, same
1: people, same people who's loving the Tazara and the the, the Ninja Ninja Gaiden little storyline that they got going on. (laughs) Some (laughs) video game references today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Shamu, Shamu's next.
4: Don't worry, (laughs) we'll have Grand Theft Auto before the end of the year. (laughs) What about Zelda? Zelda gonna come out with a story soon too. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be
3: surprised if we if you see like Ruby Riot as you know Princess Zelda. I, I won't be.
4: Her hair's getting long, so.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, man. Well, there, well there, there's that. Yeah, at this point now, it's 2020. What, what's the worst that can happen? Just give, give us all the crazy at this point. <laughs> uh,
2: the worst that can
3: happen is WrestleMania.
1: Yeah. So,
3: okay. So, I'm, I'm
1: glad you brought that up. So, we were talking about this before the show. We, we'll, we'll, we'll cover this real quick before we get to our break. So, we've been really critical. And I think not just us, but others as well. It's like, you know, WrestleMania for all the attempts and finagling they've been trying to do to prevent it to get into the Performance Center, it was at the Performance Center, and it mm-hmm. just wasn't aesthetically pleasing. It's their biggest show in their home camp, and it was like it was put together like a last-minute birthday party uh, <laughs> for, for a two-year-old. Not much to, to invest in. It just had to happen. It is what it is. But, yes, this is Russ Manny. All of the money in the world should be pointed towards their biggest event. Everything's been regardless of Ribs that all the marketing was still pointing to this being their biggest event and it just wasn't anything. Like can nobody say that they were very much pleased with this pirate theme WrestleMania in Tampa that didn't happen to not have still been to some extent a theme at the performance center in Orlando. That brings us to other sports who have had to kind of uh, mold what their arenas and stadiums and bubbles, shall we say, was going to look like. Uh, And we, we, we talked about the effort and the financial backing and so on, but nonetheless, everyone did something to try to make it look as normalized as they could. Uh, If you're watching NBA, the bubble is this billion-dollar thing that they mm-hmm. got going on where all the teams are all staying on a resort. Uh, They got schedules. It's like a it was like a field trip for them, uh, <laughs> for a couple of a couple of weeks or a couple of months, shall I say? Mm-hmm. Uh, they we're able to play to kind of contain COVID, but nonetheless, it looks nice. They got digital backgrounds, oh, excuse me, digital boards for the audience, and they, they go out there and they, they play the ball. Uh, what else? Sports were we talking about, Jamal? I forget. Yeah, that that that's not going to well, work.
3: Baseball, that on will and. Um, and baseball and hockey, hockey yeah. Yeah, have hockey. done a similar thing um aew has adjusted you know way back when but they have adjusted their uh set a bit down in jacksonville uh and you know we talked about the nba and the bubble and and one of the things that they've done they tried their damage to make it more like normal um in baseball you can't hide the fact that thirty-eight thousand seats are empty yeah. um, but what they tried to do was have like giant billboards or Mm-hmm. something in, in the outfield. I don't know why they wouldn't just play in a minor league park where there is no outfield. You know, there's no mm-hmm. very rarely other seats in the outfield in minor league parks. It would have been a different look. They could have done it better, but it is what it is. Hockey has done something different, where they also have like a big video board on the lower level and they've tarped off everything and there's cool graphics everywhere and, and whatever, um, you know, and they have pipe in the crowd uh, baseball actually uses the crowd from MLB, the show 2021, 20, uh, 20, no MLB, the show 20 for their in-game noise. So it's really weird seeing somebody hit like L2R2 in order to, um, <laughs> somebody hits like a double. But, um, and, and, and for some games, especially on the radio, it's really, really off. Um, and basketball has like digital things on the, uh, they have a very generic looking court, but they're digital uh, things that they put on the court itself to make it look like a home team um, but, and stuff like that. So, And, uh,
1: and I was going to say much to your point, like, you know, if you can put everybody within a city or neighboring cities of some sort where a training facility, a practice facility, whatever it may be. Uh, you work with that. And that's what the bubble is. Basically, it looks like just a, a training facility with a lot of money. And they, they they try to make it as interactive looking as they can. Even the WNBA mm-hmm. is, is doing this effectively. I can't mm-hmm. believe I watched the entire Miss This Game because it just was, it, it looked right. It, for, for whatever, how unnormal 2020s look, it looked <laughs> enjoyable. It, it, it all worked, you know? So uh, I, I just, you know, Everyone's making attempts to do so, except mm-hmm. WWE. And, and then I was gonna say, and then that gets us to WWE, who just haven't. And, and I and I and I and to be clear, WWE, more or less speaking, SmackDown and Raw. I feel like NXT is doing a little bit of things different that I'm more aesthetically pleased about, like the uh, hockey boards up the ramp is darkened in that area, so you don't practically and it looks all generically weird but yeah i just didn't understand and and, and again like you said ever since wrestlemania it's kind of been wondering like like why not you know why did why why are they going so cheap or just the the whole aesthetics has not been like their focus even on these pay-per-views and i and and for me it it really takes me out of it because it's like you're not trash and being interested in it will you are a bully but we'll talk about that in a second um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow. uh, ain't, ain't, anything else quickly about that? I'm trying to think of I feel like it was something else about uh, about all of this as well, too. Well, I mean, the, the biggest thing for
3: me is that WWE, if, if they're not actually trying, they definitely seem to be playing catch-up. Um, you know, a lot of people said that, like, hey, AEW is doing this thing, and it looks pretty damn good. Obviously, the elephant in the room is wearing a jacket that says COVID on it, coughing on everybody. But... Mm. This is the best of a bad situation. And the other major sports, even NASCAR, uh, are making things palatable that we're just, look, if we're not going to do anything else, we're going to bring you the sport. Yep. WWE really hasn't done anything. And, you know, and they put up the hockey boards at after, well after the fact of people being uh, tested positive um, in the inside of the arena. So, Put up the hockey boards. Well, it doesn't look good on TV. Well put them up there, right? put them, put them up
2: there. <laughs> Dude, That was before the masks even came into play. You got hockey boards before you even got masks.
4: Yeah. <laughs> sure did. Right.
3: So like so they did that thing, which doesn't make sense. Um, and then they took like because at first they had all the chairs and the uh the empty chairs in the building.
4: Yeah. Yep.
3: Well, what oh, yeah. did you, you do, they put their they put their talent around the ring. Um, and then Florida shut down. They had to go to QT Marshall Sex Dungeon. And then they did a, a smaller scale thing there. <laughs> oh.
0: As far as the Performance
3: Center goes, you can't hide all of the aesthetics of the building. Uh, because The ceiling is made out of tin. So if the light with reflects off fans, of it. That big-ass ceiling, ass ceiling fan okay. that's going to suck up a, like one of the Oompa Loompas is going to... Uh, oh God. <laughs> is, is ...is pretty damn noticeable. So why not just move everything to full sale. They're not graduating anybody this year. And NXT looks marketably better on TV uh, aesthetically than what the main roster is doing. exactly, exactly. (laughs) So I guess the kind of the thing is everybody's doing something. And I mean, literally everyone, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, rugby in Australia, Australian rules, football, they're doing something. The Koreans and Taiwanese in their baseball, the Japanese in their baseball, are doing something to make the game look more aesthetically pleasing. All of the major sports in North America are doing something if they're doing anything at all. Yeah, now, you, even you, even the indie shows. They're doing, I, was, I mean they're not having it in like the normal place. But they're having it down at the pier at the hey, be- be-
1: beautiful <laughs> Jersey. I mean Jersey City, beautiful Atlantic, Atlantic, City. Atlantic City, New Jersey.
2: <laughs> and to be fair, the rumor going around this week is that the pressure is on to try to get SummerSlam out of the PC and the number one place being mentioned is Atlantic city. Oh, so we might get oh. more wrestling from Atlantic city, but we talked about this last week. I don't see how WWE could do an outside show at the beach and police it in some kind of way where it wouldn't just be a complete mess. Oh.
3: I and have my dad. No, I think they could do it in a state that doesn't give a shit. So in New Jersey no, in New Jersey, you need to um you know like pass pass waivers to get into New Jersey because they just you have like the, the tri state area has a thing yeah. that says that if you're flying in or if you're driving in, you're gonna have like to pass through a checkpoint quarantine for a week.
1: I thought that was Delaware, but yeah, I mean, I don't know.
3: No, it, it's from it's from Delaware to Boston, I think. So like most of the states have gotten mm-hmm. together. And say uh, that okay. this is what we're going to do if you're coming in from basically anywhere else in the country. So, with that, uh, from beautiful Dothan, Alabama, or, or the mighty shores of Mobile Bay, uh, SummerSlam, or SummerSlam in like New Orleans or Texas, South Texas. Um, don't be surprised if we see SummerSlam in South Padre Island. Well, I, it, it's, it's beautiful on, on the Gulf. <laughs> it could happen, barring a hurricane, but that's. You know, I, I'm not sure if I want to see it or need to see it, but yeah, they could definitely do that.
4: Mm. And it's only two weeks away okay. too.
2: Well, they, they probably to. Yeah, yeah I mean, at this point, it's coming down to if something's going to happen, they got to pull the trigger very, now, very soon, soon, like mm-hmm. yesterday. Otherwise, it's going to be from the PC. So
3: I don't find think out. so. No, I don't think so. Because remember when Raw was double booked with uh, an NBA playoff game?
2: Yeah, in Denver. Yeah.
3: Right, right. So, right. So the thing was, it was double booked in Denver that they didn't think the Nuggets would make the playoffs and they scheduled Raw that day. Yeah. So, what did they do? They they moved that bitch to Los Angeles instantly. It wasn't a problem. Yeah, they got it
2: done. Yeah.
3: And, and Raw went on, no problem from the Staples Center and, like, you know, the fans or whatever, they got it done. And thinking of what logistically, what that entails, moving the trucks to from Denver to LA the concessioners for the building at Staples, getting all of those things running for fans. And they did that basically within 96 hours. So Mm -hmm. I think with SummerSlam, they have more than enough time to figure it out if they really want to do it.
4: Let me ask this. Wasn't that the same day where it was like the Lakers jerseys versus the Nuggets jerseys and Kennedy? Exactly,
3: because the the owner of the Nuggets, uh, Kroenke, basically was like, yo, my team's in the playoffs. I don't give a fuck about wrestling
2: and that's and what happened McMahon, and they made fun of him
3: yeah and mcmahon was like cool noted and then the nuggets got swashed in like a 12-man tag or something like that in, in raw
2: <laughs> yeah
4: kennedy's last match
3: oh boy oh,
4: you
3: yeah. had to work that in there huh
1: i did okay. <laughs> all right let's uh let's get to hollow cameo time Be- but before we do that Nope, let's just get to it. <laughs> What's the theme today? Gotta to be video games at this point. All the video Absolutely games. Absolutely by, by halfway through the show.
3: Absolutely not. Uh, today's uh, Halo cameo is Ashley Flair. But you may oh. know her as Charlotte. Hmm. She is relatively new to cameo and is charging a price. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say that the following people, people, Booker T, I'm sorry, not yeah. Booker T, Kevin Owens, all both charge the same price. Are they charging more than Charlotte Fair? Hmm. hmm. Booker T, I
0: hmm.
2: would say Booker T and Kevin Owens, I don't see them charging that darn much. Charlotte's kind of tricky to me because I'm not sure really how she views herself. But being she's brand new, My guess is she's probably coming in hot with the idea that I can always bring it down if I want to. Mm -hmm. You want to start high. So I think she's coming in higher than Booker and Kevin Owens.
4: I would agree, Will.
0: Same.
2: Yep.
3: At $149, (laughs) Booker T five times and Kevin Owens are charging less than Charlotte Flair. Mm
4: -hmm. That's what
3: I thought. All Mm -hmm. right. Mm yeah which is you know kind of surprising because 150 bucks is nothing really to sneeze at but you know Charlotte is who she is you know 27 time women's champion uh, you know part of the uh, women's resolution but is Charlotte charging more than the lead singer of Creed Scott Stapp
0: wow Creed <laughs> oh,
2: that's a good pull
0: oh, oh, that's
2: a good one. definitely more
0: definitely she more
2: yeah, I'm thinking more. It's been a long time since Creed's had a hit.
4: <laughs> I'll go more. I'll, I'll keep it 100% more. Okay.
3: Okay. I mean, Charlotte is a name, but Creed was a thing at one point. And at $299, <sighs> Scott Steph is charging less than Charlotte Flair.
2: Wow. Mm. Good for Charlotte. Good, good, Who's good. paying good,
0: 299 top? to talk to the lead guy from Creed.
2: The sister <laughs> of the dude who paid three ninety nine dollars for Alexa Bliss. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bless you, well,
2: Antonio. We ain't letting that go. Nah.
3: <laughs> Charlotte Flair charges a premium. Mm. But is she charging more than Justina Valentine? Now, you may not know the name, but she's the yes, redhead. Yeah, she's from Wildin' Wild Wild Out. Wild Wild Wild. And Out. Mm-hmm. Is
4: Justina charging more than Charlotte
2: Flair?
3: Less,
4: less, less. I go less. If she charges more, I'm like Justina. Not, what are you doing?
1: Not even. I met her in Vegas one time too.
3: I'm sure you did. <laughs> At $250, Justina is definitely charging less than Charlotte.
4: Yeah,
0: Flair. that's still high for her though. <laughs> she got she got some sims out there. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: She does. She's an artist. Simping and yeah. easy,
0: man.
1: Yeah, and and Wallin yeah. out right now is, is in this purgatory area. So former uh, Wallin out <laughs> member, as seen uh. on, yeah, right. as seen <laughs> on. A couple
3: more: Charlotte Flair or NBA Hall of Famer Dikembe Mutombo.
1: Wow, the is Dikembe charging more than Charlotte Flair. Less, sorry, the Dikembe less. is my boy, but
0: Dikembe's less. He you gotta to be, be, you gotta be. He's a humanitarian, less. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I go less too. No one actually wants to hear him talk. That's the nope. other thing too. Do
0: this. So anything
1: he's doing it's is just going to be easy for him.
3: I mean, you know, pretty much. Unless they're asking him about his thoughts on like uh, global warming, like Oleg Cassidy. But uh, Dikembe yeah. Mutombo is only charging one hundred and fifty bucks, which is less than Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Which is, I mean, not 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 terribly surprising. Yeah. What is, you know, actually surprising, uh, Ice-T. Is Ice-T charging more than Charlotte Flair?
4: Ooh, okay. That's a Yeah, it's got to be more. Ice-T,
1: yeah. the owner of the more. big more. three
4: movie star. That's Ice-Cube. Oh, That's Ice-Cube. Yeah.
1: Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Law and order. No, no, nah, Hold yeah. on. Who are we talking about Ice-T or Ice-Cube? My bad. Ice-T. Ice-T. Tracy Smothers. Oh, yeah. D- dead. Vegas celebrity?
3: Uh, do they still <laughs> got a resident? I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm gonna say no, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't know when
1: one Coco came off of uh there, but yeah, they had a residency for a while. They may were making
2: bank. Uh I'm saying more because I'm sure he is all about perpetuating image. Yeah, yeah. So he's gonna he's yeah. perpetuating that money. You got to <laughs>
1: yeah. pay to talk to him. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that.
0: I'll go less. Ooh,
1: Law and Order. Could you imagine him being able to just being able to cut those lines like he do all the time? You coming with me? This <laughs> <Short> one <laughs> <line of time. laughs> I hope this is a good price. I, I actually am interested in seeing the ones he's already done.
3: At three hundred and fifty dollars, see is charging less than Charlotte Flair. Wow.
2: Yeah, Jeez. coming with me. So is Charlotte, Charlotte, is Charlotte's getting up range? in this uh, Alexa Bliss line range now. Or maybe Roman range. Two more,
3: two more. We talked about an oppressor from and Out. Another one, Conceited. Uh, I was uh
1: to say, can't be Nick Cannon.
3: conceded. Is, is conceded charging more than Charlotte Flair.
4: He's probably the oh. same as Justina, so he's less. <laughs> Conceded less. I'm on less okay. too.
3: Okay. At five hundred dollars.
1: will be are funny. You though. kidding me? Would be funny though. It will be worth it that bet, but no. He At is charging
3: five hundred dollars. Conceded is charging more than Charlotte Flair. What? <laughs> 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 oh my
1: god. You trying to pay for that studio time or something like? No.
4: Battle rapper. That's the last joint. one.
3: And I have no idea who this guy is. Never heard of him before seven o'clock tonight, but he's an Instagram influencer and DJ. And he goes Uh-oh. by the name Honey Bear.
0: <laughs> now, I don't know how Instagram big Instagram Radio. is.
3: And I know that those DJs can make a mint. You know, like, I don't know what type of music he does, but based it by the quaff in, in, in his do. He definitely has like an Elvis bouffant going on with the turtleneck. Uh, so I'm going to say it's like some hardcore EDM stuff going on right now. But HoneyBear, Instagram influencer and DJ, is he charging more than Charlotte Flair?
0: With a name like HoneyBear, he gotta be charging more. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah agree, Instagram,
2: in, that, that Instagram fame co- comes and goes quick. He gets paid while he can.
1: I say, definitely sound like a wild dude. So, yeah.
3: At $1,000.
0: <laughs> <Jeez. laughs>
3: Honey Bear is definitely charging more than Charlotte Flair, who is only charging.
4: Hold on, let's guess, got, oh, never mind. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead.
3: Because you uh, know, you know it's more than iced tea, which is 350.
4: Right. So I'ma say I'll say 375. 499.
2: I'm going 399 just like Alexa. I think they're on the same page.
3: Well, Charlotte's definitely not charging Alexa prices. She's only charging
0: 380. Oh, okay, it's not bad. Yeah,
3: so so so. And you cut her just about a little bit. <laughs> yeah, uh, that will go up. Don't don't think it won't because oh, she God. has a wedding to pay for. So
0: I was gonna yeah. say yeah, they have a wedding to pay for exactly.
2: Oh, Rick, Rick not gonna pay for it. So Rick uh, ain't got that money. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean yeah, he's 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 got a hospital bills to pay for. That money's at the craps table if Rick had it.
3: <laughs> All right, let's, but, let's yeah.
1: Let's, that do it for Cameo for the Week. Let's get to the second half now. Okay, first off, uh, I I feel like I'ma rebrand Will's nickname in a few seconds, but I have got to remember that we have got to have mentioned at least one time tonight, the confessions of a killer making a murderer Marty Giannetti.
0: G- oh God.
1: <laughs> now to Poor be Marty. To be very fair, it, people were saying that he has some, you know, he's going through some mental struggles and so on. But nonetheless, this guy confessed the murder on his Facebook. Check it out. That's a wild that's some wild, wild, wild thing. Apparently investigations have reopened. Um best luck in future endeavors to Marty Giannetti. That that that's where we're we'll leaving that. <laughs> Unless um, he's a magician.
0: In our when he said make someone disappear, the only way that he gets out of that is if he's a magician and brings,
1: yeah, back. yeah, David Copperfield or David
0: Chris Angel, yeah,
1: prestige,
3: which is a movie,
1: so it's
4: not even real life.
1: All right, so, uh, Will, formerly known as Hot Take Will Mahoney,
4: or
0: he is work. now mm-hmm.
2: being labeled as Hot Take Deactivate Will Mahoney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we got some breaking news going on right while the show's going on uh, the, no the floor is yours you've been covering this like no other
1: so you you
0: <laughs> will the bully you, go ahead
2: how, how do we even begin to get into this i, I mean because it, it plays into the bigger picture of the women's division right in aew right there's so, so much to take in here
1: so easily the women's division aew we've been talking about it. Um over the last few weeks, what we were like, what they can do, et cetera, et cetera. They got this tournament that's going on that's happening on the YouTube. Um, we talked about that last week as well. So not too much to really focus on that. Nonetheless, uh Brandy Rose, who's the voice of the women's division. Uh,
2: Why? Is she? the only one with a figure, <laughs> as she'll tell you.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> um, well, after she just recently launched this. Uh, uh, what was it called? Um,
2: AEW yeah, Heels. Yeah. High Heels. Yeah. Take over from here now. Just take over from here now. Okay. Okay. So what was this? was uh, It was before the show yesterday. So was it Tuesday or was it Wednesday?
0: It was before Tuesday. the show. It was
2: yesterday afternoon. It was before yeah. the show yesterday. Okay. So it was Wednesday. Wednesday morning, a press release went out. Uh, and AEW Heels had already existed. She had, she had, promoted this idea of a you know essentially a fan community area for just the the female fans of AEW to be able to you know support each other and enjoy women's wrestling and you know that that all sounds great and good and all this and that had already apparently existed in some form and they'd done you know some some meetups here and there I guess when they were still doing shows and some online things and it was it was pretty you know Loosely organized For the most part Yesterday they put up a press release Announcing that they are Relaunching AEW Heels In a bigger format now And now it's going to be a much bigger Organized community And you're going to be able to join it And it's going to have like probably I'm assuming A discord and stuff And have events and like social media Experiences and all this kinds of stuff And to do this There is a $50 price tag to join AEW Heels. So there is a financial aspect to it. So mm-hmm. that immediately kind of raised some eyebrows with a number of people, given the state mm-hmm. of the AEW Women's Division and how there's just, you know, I think everyone can agree there's work that's needed to be done on the AEW Women's Division. So if you're promoting an entire women's wrestling, women's fan base thing for your company, you would think you'd want to have a pretty solid, you know, that demographic of your show really figured out. And that really hasn't happened yet. And to speak to that, heck, this week, they didn't even get five minutes on the show. Mm. So (laughs) anyways, that blows out yesterday morning. And the reaction for the most part from people is like, okay, we like the idea of this. We like the idea of a fan community for the female fans, but the $50 barrier of entry is really weird because you're automatically going against your idea of this being an inclusive company and welcoming to all and putting up a barrier right off the bat. When there's obviously ways to police online communities and keep the trolls out and all this. And you can do that without money involved. There's not have to be a financial barrier to do that. There's plenty of ways to run a server of some sort or online it's message board or discord. Facts. Yeah. I that. <laughs> There's, there's plenty of ways to do it. Okay, well, because, like, jump in, jump in.
3: So I disagree. And you know why Alexa Bliss charges $400 for a cameo? Oh, she can. <laughs> not she just can. because she can. Not, not just because she can, because she could do it for free. I mean, she could hop on Twitter and answer questions. She can do all of those things for free. Does she need the money? Maybe, maybe not. Don't know what her bank account's like. However, it's four hundred dollars because if you're willing to pay that, that's that. Then you better come correct. And if you don't, then I'll just take your four hundred dollars. Rip Antonio's four hundred dollars money well spent. Risk spends. it all, R- risk, right? Risk it all. <laughs> so the thing is, is that if you're going to be like, well, A.W. Hills is, is a thing, and I like it, but it's a, um, it's a thing. And it's $50. Well, first of all, number one, none of us are eligible. Right. It has nothing to do with us being black, white, or Puerto Rican or from Patterson, New Jersey. None of us are <laughs> eligible because we're all male. So, how come people are complaining about the monetary aspect of it and not the gender based aspect of it, especially since gender such and flex in 2020? Well, well we- it. it, it- People did come
1: out about the whole uh, it being an inclusive thing. So I mean, that covers it across the board. You know,
3: when well, you that can't be inclusive and up. then say y'all can't come, that's the opposite yeah. of inclusion.
2: Right. Yeah. Well, and also I mean, saying you know this is going to be inclusive, but you got to pay your fee at the door to get inside the club. Well, and that's see, what that, it that, is. It's too, a fan see. club. And to be fair, yeah. to be to I'm be get, fair, I'm getting if it. you if you were if you would be a,
3: how the hell you going to get it? You trans now, but if you want to <laughs> be like. Yo, um, I want to get into the AEW Heels fan club because of whatever reason. And I'm a fan of women's wrestling. Damien's a bigger fan of women's wrestling. And I think to have legit one-on-one time with your favorite female stars in an honest and and open form and not just thirsty-ass dudes with their dick in their hands and and a a can of Lubaderm in in their left, (laughs) then, yeah, I would want to pay for that if that was the type of fan I was. I personally don't care so yeah i think it can that kind of barrier weeds out to the trolls and it's also no dudes so as a guy that enjoys women's wrestling for women's wrestling um i kind of am do feel a way about that but let the ladies have their fame and if your broke ass can't afford it then it's not for you anyway mm-hmm. because if that's the case then burn down a costco Burn it down won't, right now. Because it you can't shop there.
1: It won't hands. be long. It won't be long before guys infiltrate it. The Antonios in the world will be all over it.
3: Well, I'm not saying that they won't, but but the idea is, and obviously it's the internet, so you know you can only do what you can. But I don't I don't see how this is any different than Costco. It's not. It, yes. It's it's not for you if you can't afford it. You don't have to be into everything. You can be excluded from shit, and you will just have to like it or not. But you okay. want bitch from outside the club because you can't get in with them
0: shoes. I oh, like I, I, right now, <laughs> I'm looking at I'm looking at what's included, and it says it's a QA session with, with their stars, special merchandise available only to AEW Heel participants. See the price point, a lot of Patreons, if they have private Discord servers, will charge five bucks a month. When you hmm. do it for the year, it still comes out to over fifty something dollars. So if you break down this forty nine dollars for the year divided by twelve, well,
3: five bucks a month is sixty bucks a year,
0: right? So it's it's still less than that. So the price point isn't that bad. I think people just got thrown off by oh my god, fifty bucks to join a fan club. Well, Well, I think
2: one. Also, to be fair, I think here's one thing: the way it was put out there, they aren't calling it a fan club; they're calling it a community. I think if you change that and just if if you call it a fan club. I think it's a lot more palatable and I think the expectation is a lot less because they're talking about women's empowerment and social media presentations and social media tips and like networking. They're presenting it as a community and almost like more of like a professional, like, you know, more of like like a kind of like a, a work mixer type thing. It's the way they're presenting it, I think is being done specifically to try to justify the $50 price tag. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you just said, Hey, it's the AEW women's fan club. Oh, by the way, it's 50 bucks. And we're going to have some events. I think it goes over a lot better.
0: So it's like LinkedIn for LinkedIn for AEW, I guess. Sure.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
3: So so I actually have it in front of me and this is what it says tomorrow, which is August 7th. Mm -hmm. uh, You can, the first event on the AEW heels community platform uh, included as a uh, part of the annual $49 subscription, this virtual event will include a Q&A session with Aubrey Edwards,
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, a workplace uh, respect, inclusion, and empowerment in the workplace workshop with Keisha and Gray, mm-hmm. um, social media strategizing with Brandy. Yes. Um, it starts at 8. Log in mm-hmm. anytime after 7.30 after you've signed up. And mm-hmm. if you have questions, you can email them to Aubrey at the website. Well, you certainly can't DM Brandy right fan. now. <laughs> That's
4: well, like conference.
3: well, well, no, no, we, we've covered that. Uh, stop sending. Your, and this is this is this is why guys can't have nice things. Stop sending your penis pics to, to Brandy Rhodes. She doesn't want them. <laughs> Nobody wants them. That's why you're was, doing
1: it. I think today, I, I think those uh, customer service uh, tickets, uh, the the um, she got kind of behind them, and she decided to opt out of them because she definitely. From that position, or were you are, 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 her position in this? And as you just stated, uh, is a, didn't get the reaction she initially thought, and I think she probably got a little head over heels there, and she decided to just hop <laughs> out. Did you her put
0: unintended head over heels?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, So, I did
0: so what I noticed, what I noticed also, sorry, to change, I just realized earlier that she doubled down on her defiance and said, like, newsflash most women's wrestling fans don't like women's wrestling. Mm -hmm. Like female wrestling fans don't like women's wrestling. And that started off a whole nother poop storm. To the point now where she
3: said that most women in general don't like women's
0: wrestling. I'll
2: pull it up. I I got it right here.
3: I thought you said women's wrestling in general.
2: Here's the exact tweet Here's the exact okay. tweet It's for female wrestling fans Many female fans don't like women's wrestling You don't have to be a member That's the exact tweet she put okay. out
3: so You know what, ask- she's not wrong Because the ratings indicate that
4: Yes So let me ask this question though And I'm not trying to flip the script So let's, let's think about this as a male's perspective, right? Uh oh So let's say That's
3: exactly what AEW no, no. needs Is the male perspective <laughs> No, 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 no
2: Hear me out
4: Hear me out so let's say a lot of people, when they think about the wrestling business, let's say if this same type of thing was set up where if you're a wrestling fan, but you want to learn about the business. So let's think about the technical aspect about writing, how to be a referee. And this is set up where you have like a $50 subscription for that interest. If you want to go like behind the scenes of it, especially in this virtual scenario that we're doing, but mm-hmm. you may not be able to have this opportunity face to face like we would in the past. Yes, is Would this be something that you would say, OK, I would join for us? Would you want to join that for $50 for a year subscription that's kind of set up similar to what this how this is being set up
3: I mean I, I think um, in general it's no different than an interactive patreon yep. everybody okay. has a patreon now mm-hmm. it costs whatever it costs mm-hmm. and if you're that intrepid of a fan uh, you know actually what it really comes down to is internet entitlement no one owes you a goddamn thing Nope. If you want to watch AEW, it comes on TNT, but you still need cable. Are you going to pick it outside a Comcast door? If you want to watch the pay per view, it costs 50 bucks. Are you going to boycott Tom Warner? If you want to talk to Aubrey Edwards, then you need to A, be a female, and B, sign up for Heels. What do you want me to do? You know, if you want to watch Move On, you better come up with $38. And, and so, <laughs> but they don't owe you that. So just because it exists and you can't get in, it sucks. Move on. That, that doesn't. You don't have to be included. They don't owe you a damn thing. And apparently Brandy uh, deleted her Twitter account as she should because <laughs> taking care of the women's division, which I don't think is her job, but taking care of the women's division is way different than moving on to um, starting this female-led community by a bunch of fucking mouth-breathing guys and neckbeards that can't even get in the front door in the first place. You literally wore plaids to the club to a white party. They sent your ass home. They don't owe you anything. <laughs> I,
1: I, I will say this though. My only, my only, really position on this is that, um, as uh, was she a the chief brand officer?
2: Damn right. Or, or just, yes.
1: Or just the face of chief a,
2: brand a, officer.
1: Just the face of a promotion, a business, or anything. I felt like she, the way she was handling some of these questions, were. Was so left field that I someone was just a tad bit cringy to me. Uh so maybe, maybe, maybe there was some frustration out of her responses and she decided to go think on it by deleting her Twitter. Yeah. Uh I her, mean
2: her and Cody both came across very defensive yeah. and very, very like not willing to hear any criticism about it. Yeah. He came across because very, can't like, can't unwilling win. to how it was received. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, in wrestling, You, can't, thing, win you can't win at you, all. You keep your mouth shut then. You yeah. don't, you don't yeah. go online and start arguing with people. Exactly. That's the thing. Exactly.
3: Well, let's say like, it's not an argument because if, oh, no, if you it's... say – No, no, like, this is – and if there's, a, there's a fine line. Because if you say, um, hey, I just asked you a question, uh, what can we do to make this thing better? And then they say, well, we're trying give it time because it's wrestling. Things have to, it, it's a story-based thing, and, and time has to be filled. But it's also a business, and they know where their bread is buttered. We can, we'll can we talk about the lady, the ratings in the news, but they kicked ass. And why? They had uh, two of their, three of their biggest acts in a hell of an opener in the 12-man tag, which was, by all accounts, going to suck based on the 10-man tag, but it was a damn good match. And their biggest uh, segment of the night was Orange Cassidy and Jericho talking about stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's still a business. You still have America. to run the business. Yep. So I, I just think that entitled fans that want what they want, um, when they want it, how they want it. You know, there's a GM mode on SmackDown versus Raw. Play that.
4: Yeah, <laughs> at least not 2K. No, but no, no, true. No, no, I no. mean,
1: you you can't you can't make everybody happy for sure, and, and that's why it. Like Will said, like at that point, I, I wouldn't be sitting there trying to respond to every little bit of criticism. Some of it doesn't come. Some of it comes from the mindless the senseless and some of it are actually good questions, but don't pick and choose out of all of it. You know what I mean? And And, that's why it did come out right now. So, uh, but anyway, that's enough about that. Uh, We'll kind of see the the revelations of uh, AEW heels and hopefully there'll be some success stories with that. Um, We were going to talk about this, but it doesn't matter. But AEW happened to shift their schedule because of TNT and their um, basketball schedule. We all knew it, said it before, basketball, at least I said that NCAA was going to be the one to do it. But basketball right now has always been TNT's priority. So there's without a doubt that AEW was going to have to be shifted around uh, to uh, accommodate the NBA, their mega millions, their mega, uh, all the attention that they bring to TNT before there was an AEW. To um to accommodate their primetime slots, so that's that. Anyway, let's get the news, so we can get ready to wrap up for the show.
3: So uh, I guess the the big thing tonight is um, Landstorm. Uh, and Landstorm <laughs> uh, early this morning, uh, he took to Twitter. And speaking of women's wrestling, he said that intergender wrestling should stop. Quoting mm-hmm. um, him in light of the hashtag speaking out, I think that these matches have to stop. I've heard so from so many women who were uncomfortable doing these but felt obligated to do them to get booked because these matches were accepted, quote, norms. Um, and so there's, there's two arguments with Lance Storm's thing. There's the Jordan Grace and Kimberly argument uh, who's had success in intergender wrestling, uh, who sees the, the, the benefit of it, and Lucha Underground, which doesn't have uh, divisions, they just have wrestling. Um, and then, of course, there are the other side of it in the speaking out movement where you have a joy ryan whose whole gimmick is grab my dick and it gets you over no seriously grab it no no do it do it now do it do it grab it grab it and that's <laughs> a different problem mm. and i think that um the big thing about whether to just stop or not isn't really the issue the biggest issue is changing the culture of, of wrestling behind the scenes so that women can work the type of matches that they work. But again, like with AEW, it is a business. There are three slots left in the car. One of, you know, and somebody doesn't have a dance partner. You can either not work the show or work with this guy. What are you going to do? You drove eight hours. And unfortunately, that may be the reality of the business. But, um, you know, women should be empowered enough to say no without any backlash. And others uh, should be... Um, you're forthcoming enough to say this is something that i want to do because Veda scott uh versus gregory iron is one of my favorite matches of all time uh from aiw uh it's wrestling there's a place for everything um and and, and women can be involved I, I would hate to see ali cat not be the wrestler that she's good at because you're a girl you shouldn't hit guys and guys shouldn't hit girls that's that's pretty silly uh sammy guevara uh, had a hell of a match um on, on Dynamite, but during a segment with Matt Hardy, uh, things got a bit heated. They tussled to the outside, and Sammy, baseball launched a uh, a fastball in the shape of a steel chair at Matt Hardy's head. So uh, Hardy busted open the hard way, and he went down to the heap. Um, and backstage, apparently, according to a Big Daddy Dave Meltzer, uh, Sammy got a stern <laughs> talking to uh, after the segment uh, he, he threw that chair really hard, and Hardy apparently received 10 stitches afterwards. Uh, stronger than death, Ben Hardy, confirmed. Uh, We're going get the Hardy cat. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, honestly, I want to see Sammy and Matt take it to the Hardy compound somewhere down the road. Uh, but that's much after much building. Um, AEW, and we, you know, ratings. I know how much you love the ratings. But they did their best numbers since March the 4th. March the 4th in America is the last uh, of the pre-corona times. Uh, that's when things started to lock down for real and and get um, done. They did 901,000 this week. Actually, March 18th was their last big show. That was 932,000. But the bottom line is, is that they're pulling in pre-pandemic numbers um, while NXT... Has Pat McAfee versus Adam Cole for Takeover yes.
4: 30.
2: Yes, finally. So, well, that but is. And to be fair, both shows were up. They were both up this week, which I think was kind of a surprise, like with the NBA back. If anything, my, my big shocker out of Wednesday night was the Lakers only did just over a million. <laughs>
3: Well, I mean, to be fair, I don't think the Lakers game was on at the same time as Dynamite started. I think the Lakers game started at yeah, It was first,
2: the first hour. It was Wait, against did, the first hour. Did, did LeBron
1: play or was he resting tonight? He played. Oh, I don't know he if he was resting tonight, tonight, tonight but he played oh, yesterday. Then, then he's resting tonight if he played. Okay. One of these nights, um, LeBron. Right.
3: But, yeah, I felt like the first game ended after 8 and the second game started at like 8.30 yeah, or 9 or something like that.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the um, first game was the Lakers game. It was the, the first hour overlapped. Okay. So, so, yeah,
3: but I mean, still, um, pretty damn good ratings. And actually, more important than any you know, of that is the fact that 1.6 million people watch wrestling on a Wednesday, which is about what Raw did. And I understand that Raw is the number, you know, top five show on the USA, depending on what hour you're talking about. But, um, uh oh. So, you know, <laughs> watch this space because, uh, you know, Raw is in a little bit of trouble. There is indie wrestling news um, because, you know, the indies are happening. And there's a, a couple different shows. I haven't heard about this, but Cage Match says that New Japan is having a show in the U.S. this weekend. I cannot confirm that. And if you can, <laughs> let me know. Um, and how is this uh, happening? Right. Uh, New Japan Strong, number one, is supposed to be their U.S.-based uh, territory. I don't know where it is. Cage Match doesn't say but apparently it's supposed to be in the U S and new Japan has a blurb on it on their website, but I really can't confirm any of it. But, um, HTW is down in Cornelia, Georgian, uh, wrestling, uh, resolute Summerfest is down in uh, Tennessee, Crossville, Tennessee. Um, and then you have, uh, new South anniversary on August 8th in Hansville, Alabama, uh, wear a mask, stay safe. If you want to go to the wrestling, um, do it as safe as humanly possible or don't go. Firebomb, you know, or or Independent Wrestling TV, uh, everybody's got you covered. Um, Also, the International Wrestling Cartel in Western Pennsylvania, they're having a show, Base Brawl, um, at the uh, local uh, baseball stadium in Washington, Pennsylvania. Only 250 tickets in a 5,000 seat baseball stadium. That's social distancing, folks. So if you want to go see the wrestling, (laughs) you can just do it safely and wear your damn mask in public. That's the news. That sounds about right.
1: All right. Anybody else has anything to add really quick? $50
3: for AEW Hill. Sign me up.
1: That's right. I'll be in (laughs) there too. I meet you at the door. VIPs only. Um, But no, seriously. I mean, I I hope, hopefully, we hear something good (laughs) in the future about it. I didn't see too much positive feedback from the eligible people of that uh, potential fan club community. But we'll see. Well, from, uh, from
2: people that did it the first time?
1: Well, I don't know. That's also to be determined, too. Well, for, for,
2: for, it was just from people for the reaction of what was being offered. And all. Yeah. So before that, there was no um pay issue sure. with it. You know, it was, yeah. just, it, was, it was just a thing and you could be a part of it. So there was no issue with that. So I don't know how big the numbers were before when it was for the previous events it did. But the, the big reaction this week was just the whole idea of rolling it out in this new format with the price point. I think and also I think also something to keep in mind. You know, we talked about, you know, the comparisons to Patreon and all that. It's like if it was being done in a Patreon way where it's a monthly charge and you'd say, Hey, you're paying five bucks. This is what you're getting for the first month, mm-hmm. as opposed to, hey, it's fifty bucks for the year, but we're only telling you these first couple of things. It's like, Well, else am I getting for the rest of this darn year? You're not telling me anything about that. Yeah. So I think it just could have been handled in a better way. I think is the main issue. It's a fine idea, just the execution mm-hmm. of the rollout of it was not not thought out well. It seems.
1: Yeah. Well, I can't wait for uh, Raw Underground next Monday. Uh, hopefully, some other people just show up. Uh, the great Kali comes to mind easily <laughs> for me. Oh
2: Bring back gender. I need the boogeyman, boogeyman <laughs> in the damn underground. Yeah.
0: And get better okay. dancers. Those and, uh, women had no rhythm whatsoever on Monday.
1: And future endeavors to uh Brandy's uh Twitter career as of right now. We'll, we'll see if it makes a return. Um, I'll say
0: this, though. If
4: you want to bring back
2: people for, for Stop that it. Segment, Stop No, it. not
4: not him. Steve Blackman. <laughs> bring back Steve Blackman.
2: What? Hitchies. cheese. Have come up with some nunchucks.
4: There you go.
1: <laughs> Steve Blackman be on AEW before you know I mean, Bischoff was there. Uh, Who's next, Will? Russo. It's inevitable. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah,
0: bro. Yeah, bro. Can't wait, bro. Vinny Rue. It's only a matter of time. (laughs) All
1: right, we're done for the week. Um, Catch us each and every Thursday live on Twitter. um, And Episodes Podcast is available on all your audio streaming platforms. We will be back next Thursday, 8 p.m. Thank you for listening tonight. Everybody be safe wear your mask and we'll catch you then. What I really need